Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian, and this is the Happy Harvest Horror Show, where every week we get together and talk about spooky, creepy, ooky things. And this week, I'm joined by my good friend Cody from New York. How are you, Cody? Great. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm glad to have you on. We're talking a real fun, spooky topic that Corey was not here to talk about. She doesn't know anything about it. (laughs) But no, no, no. Cody is a fellow feeder friend from New York. We also met in Louisville. Everything migrates out of Louisville. Louisville. (laughs) The of the universe, Louisville, Kentucky. We're one uh, sacrifice away from becoming a cult. (laughs) One, literally. Just one. That's it. We even had the the uniforms. Our robes were sweet action jumpsuits. Mm -hmm. Sweet actions. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's our cult. But today we're coming together and we're going to talk about, you already see the topic. You saw it in your little podcast scrolling thing. We're talking about Resident Evil a survival horror video game that Cody is also a big fan of. So I had to get him on here to talk about, but before we get into that, Cody, you know, the drill, what, uh, how spooky has your week been? I'm so glad you asked. Um, I was thinking about it all week, obviously <laughs> to be like, what am I going to say about my spooky week? And I was delivered a beautiful, beautiful spooky week for two days. I spent for work, Signed an NDA. Can't say much about it, but I can say I spent two days in a basement full of dolls. Oh, no. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> it was, I mean, we're talking hundreds, stacks, piles of dolls in this basement. It was terrifying. And I've got some pictures of my favorites uh, that I'm going to show you. And then you can you can describe what you're seeing to <laughs> the love listeners. Okay. But this one's good. I like these First two. Off, okay, we're seeing, oh my God, like an alien-headed little girl doll, blonde, holding a just deer-in-headlights baby doll. Uh, so two dolls. Oh my God, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this game already. All right. Uh, let's see. I've got, Okay. This one might be the scariest. Because it's just so... They look like twins. One in flannel uh, and one in a nice white flower dress. Kind of the Mary-Kate and Ashley of the (laughs) the dolls, I would say. And they have, again, their own little dolls. Dolls on dolls. Oh, Oh, yeah. Like little Raggedy Ann. I went more the shining with those two, you know, like the hair and everything. But Mary Kate and Ashley is also ones were in flannel, ones were in the dress. You know, you got the tomboy and then the <laughs> Okay, and this one was probably the scariest down there. That's horrifying. It's on the eyes. Yeah. I'm looking at a doll with no iris, only pupil. It's just full white. <laughs> <laughs> just staring deep into my soul. Yeah. Nice white lace dress. Yeah. All scary. Um, the all eyes scary. are red. You can't really tell. They're but... red? Yeah. For I no reason. All I saw was just two big white and then two little black dots. Uh, this one. This is the last one. This one's just like the proportions. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a small child with a baby doll head um, <laughs> is what I'm looking at. Oh, God. It was very much like 
these dolls have people trapped inside them for sure and have been down here for ages and yeah and you made it out alive i did i did Oh, Rat, that's pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a, there is, we're talking Resident Evil, and there's a, for anyone who wasn't, is not aware, uh, there is a new Resident Evil game that came out just this last weekend. And I don't know if, Cody, you got to that part, but there is dolls in this one. Oh, I have not. By your reaction, I guess you haven't gotten there. So I won't no, spoil it. I haven't started it yet. I was <gasps> waiting. Oh, okay. I, I haven't started it yet. I'm so we're at two different ends of the spectrum. One person oh. has Have you started. finished it? I have totally finished it. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. I can't wait. So I will, be... I will not talk in any spoilers. I will talk in just right. vague. But uh, okay, okay. as far as my spooky week, it has just been consuming Resident Evil. It is <laughs> in all its forms. Leading there are many to, of them. Leading up to them, yeah. Resident Evil is a video game series, um, which we'll get into and we talk a little bit about. But leading up to this most recent one, 8 this week, I replayed 7. Yes. And remembered how much I love Seven. Seven is so good. Uh, and then played Eight, and then watched all the movies. So that uh-huh. was my that was my spooky week. And pretty good. I can't wait to get into it. So for any listeners that have never played the games, I hope this is going to be a fun talk of just two people that you know love the series and can make a, a a case that maybe you should check it out or just watch a YouTube playthrough or you know like maybe if you're brave enough. Watch all six of the uh, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson movies. Not all of them. (laughs) Not all of them. But uh, before we get into that, I wanted to thank all our supporters. I feel like at this point, I I could name some of the supporters. (laughs) I hope you could. They're famous at this point. (laughs) Right? Okay, so our supporters, we got Julia, Jody, Erica, Erica, Wendy, Morgan, Jennifer, Jody, and Aaron. And I know Aaron is playing eight right now, so I hope he enjoys this episode too. Thank you all so much for your support. Keeps us going. And if you'd like to join us, the spooky coven of money givers, you can go to anchor.fm slash HHHS slash support and help us out with anything you, you know, think we need. Um, And if not, that's okay. We still love you. Welcome to the show. Being a lot, if you could leave us a review on just Apple Podcasts or just tell all of your spooky, witchy friends about us. We'd love to have them and you. So thank you. So before we get into Resident Evil, we're just going to take a quick break for ads and then we'll be back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And we're back. Hello. Hello. We're just talking Resident Evil today. Cody. Yeah. Where, this is a long-running video game series released in 1996 under the name Biohazard in Japan. And then here in the States when it released, there was a punk band and another, I think, game that was also named Biohazard. So uh, they were afraid that people would get confused. So they changed the name to Resident Evil. Uh, in result of a, I learned there was a company-wide contest to come up with the American name. And someone said Resident Evil. And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that the one. Uh, I, what is your history with agree. the series? 
Yeah, I was introduced to Resident Evil very early on, uh, like at six or seven. My ex-stepdad played the games. Uh, okay. And we would sit as a family and watch him play. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the most insane things I could think of. But it's a memory. <laughs> right. He would pull his like chair up to the TV and we would all just sit around. And then, of course, my we had problems because my other brothers were scaredy cats. And the big ones were the dogs, the Cerberus, the when they pop out, yeah. yeah, they'd scream. We'd have to stop playing. Ugh, it was a whole thing, but I didn't. I ate it up. I was <laughs> I like, "This it. is the shit," <laughs> and that's where my love for Resident Evil began. I think it's kind of where my love for a lot of just horror in general began because totally. I just thought it was so cool, and I sought it out after that, and I didn't do a great job of, like, keeping up with the series as it unfolded, but I'd pick up a game here and there. Totally, totally. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that, you know, kind of your inspiration for horror, because for pop culture, it's largely what a lot of people attribute to the the reason why zombies are back in pop culture. Right. And fandom. I mean, even absolutely. Um, the first game came out in 1996, and Alex Garland, who wrote 28 Days Later, largely said that was his inspiration for writing 28 Days Later. Was the first Edgar Wright right. cited Resident Evil 2 as the inspiration for Shaun of the Dead. So these are two: the Shaun of the Dead and 28 Days Later. The two like zombie two movies greatest zombie like movies, exactly. So, they're like yeah. we're back. Zombies are back. They were like, oh, yeah, but no, it was this video game that really did it. And the late John uh, George Romero, rest in peace, he even said, you know, after creating the zombie genre himself, he attributes the Resident Evil franchise for what made it really popular. Like, <laughs> that's incredible. The director of, you know, Light of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, all the dead movies is like, nah, it was actually the video game. Nah, <laughs> this game's pretty cool pretty rad <laughs> so what for anyone that doesn't know which says okay what are the games about i mean how does what is the resident evil universe oh god it's so expansive it's so expansive <laughs> and i thought you were the perfect person to ask because i've been watching like so many of our friends have been watching your instagram stories of you going through the games yeah and you're giving a little review of each one <laughs> And I'm living for it. And so I thought it was a good... Per- if anyone knows the universe and could, like, take a stab at just, like, what it is, I feel like... Yeah. Okay. You're um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with COVID, like, you know, pandemic happened, and we did terribly as a human race. <laughs> and so I was like, great. If the zombie apocalypse were to happen, then <laughs> we're screwed. So this is like, I decided my quarantine project was to play through all of the Resident Evil games, which is what you're talking about, my Instagram reviews and whatnot. Um, So it's, I just like have it all fresh in my brain, like all the different games. And for the most part, they are survival horror, puzzler, shooter games, like Mm -hmm. at the very bare bones. For me, Resident Evil is at its best when it's like, puzzle like dread like survive yes um which a lot of the games really lose that aspect and just become a run and gun like action so it kind of spans a lot but that first one the first resident evil is the perfect game of survival horror Mm. and amongst like cultural references and whatnot it is credited with creating the survival horror video game genre genre yeah exactly 
Yeah. And a survival horror is usually defined as less emphasis on action and more on puzzles, like you said. Um, it's almost like, like an escape room as a video game, right? <laughs> if you are given weapons, it's you don't have enough ammo really to use them, you know? So yeah. there, there is a sense that you are playing the game going in at mm-hmm. a disadvantage, right? That you um, don't have much to defend yourself, so it heightens the tension going through it. Right. You um, really, it really makes you think about like, oh, there's a zombie over here. Do I really want to shoot it or can I like find a way around it? Like it makes I got to think about more. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. That became very popular and so much so that basically the horror video game scene is largely just this. This is survival mm-hmm. horror. Yes. So if you look at other games that currently we've got, you know, the Outlast games, we have um, Evil Within, which was also made by the creator of Resident Evil. So <laughs> <laughs> did it again. Um, <laughs> Under a new name. But these are all very popular games that were all thanks to this. So not only mm-hmm. did it popularize the, the the zombie narrative in the, you know, as a pop culture icon back in the zeitgeist, right. it also completely changed video games yeah. in a way. <laughs> so And thank god for it because it's my favorite kind of video game they're so fun and the puzzles are so fun and there's a level of complete camp to it too you know that's also super fun you've got all these personalities you've got um characters that look wonderful (laughs) and ridiculous at the same time with perfect hair that never moves you know Perfect hair. Perfect hair. Leon's um, like 90s style kid boy, exactly. like heartthrob. <laughs> you got Chris Redfield. He's a stars agent with a tree trunk tree arms, trunk. just huge <laughs> muscles. And his sister, Claire Redfield, you know. Um, <laughs> just, and it's Ada it's, Wong running around in a dress. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And, the, and at the heart of all is this umbrella corporation, which creates this virus. Mm that creates the zombies and to what end is i feel like every game has a new definition of why they made it and what's you know i mean even in the the most recent the resident evil movie final chapter by the end it was like a biblical thing and i'm like where hold on came out of nowhere you're out of control here there have been eight numbered games this most recent Mm -hmm. weekend the eighth one has come out, Resident Evil Village, which I have finished and you have not yet. So no. we won't get into it. Haven't even touched it. It's good. It's real good. Yeah. Uh, and okay. it, this is the second of a new trilogy in the series. Resident Evil yeah. 7, released in 2017, was kind of a reboot for the series. Whereas we were talking about survival hor- horror and action, this one brought it right back to puzzles were back in the emphasis mm-hmm. and you now have a new bad. It's not necessarily this virus. It's something else. Um, so it was really exciting. It's really new. It was new territory. It won all these Game of Year awards. It was... I mean, it I was love Resident Evil 7. Fantastic. 7 is dope. Right. It, it was so, like, this last year playing through them, it really, like, that first one is really about survival and so good. And then just as you go through them, two, three, four, they kind of become less and less, and it's more about the action. Yeah. Uh, four is an amazing game. It's so fucking perfect. But it also um, is action-heavy. It's so- action-heavy, you know? So it is not my favorite Resident Evil game. It is just a great game in general. Exactly. And then five and six are just, like, all-out action. Like, so many explosions, so many guns, like, Full just, on. like, hordes of zombies just, like, exactly. gunning them down. The, and, and, when, and it really lost something with that too. Yeah, you know? I, I really missed the puzzles and like the dread that it used to have. Because I mean, like 
even beyond not having puzzles and whatnot, the zombies in like what they call uh, BOWs evolved to a point of like a zombie is so much more terrifying if it doesn't have a gun. Right. (laughs) You give a zombie a gun and immediately like there's just like this sense of like, oh, no, we're good. (laughs) Yeah, we we figured it out. We don't need it's all good. I mean, there is a commentary in there somewhere, but that's not what they're trying to do. You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. they're just giving zombies guns. That's all they're doing. So yeah, so then they get four and five and six, very action heavy, which resulted in seven being a full reboot right. back in 2017. Yes. Um, to which many people thought was too scary. And uh, I mean, correct. Correct. But that is not a problem. <laughs> right. Exactly. Seven to give a little background, takes place with a new character. Those full seems like full reboot. You were just this new character looking for your wife that disappeared years ago. And she tells you to come to this backwoods, Louisiana like house to come save her. So you show up and it's real spooky. You're alone in this deep, you know, Louisiana bayou home. And it is full of Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. It is the, the Baker family that you meet. There's even a dinner scene at that table where you're tied to a chair and it's happening. And it's all in first person view, which was new for the series. So it's much scarier because you were fully invested in it instead of watching it happen. It was also available for virtual reality for the first time in the series too, which was also very scary. Did You, you played it a bit in virtual reality, didn't you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did the main, the first father battle with the chainsaw. In with VR. the chainsaw. <laughs> you have a chainsaw. He has like chainsaw scissors. <laughs> what are they? Out of control. Out of control. Which is Body another bags. staple of the Resident <laughs> Evil series is it gets out of control quick. Yes, always. At first, it's just a zombie. And then you got bio-mutated, like, limbs coming out of the zombie. And then you got to, like, oh, I got to deal with this now, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> but it's great. I remember at Comic-Con, this was, I guess, 2016, New York, I did a demo for Resident Evil 7 uh, before it came out. And it was in VR. And the demo, oh. talk about uh, survival horror. The demo is, was just me tied to a chair. Like, and so my character was just tied to a chair and I had to watch as like this horrible thing happened around me. And I'm, and you learn a lot in horror VR of how you handle fear. You know, I knew I learned in that moment that I just laughed hysterically of like, get me out of here. <laughs> this isn't real. This isn't real. <laughs> um, but uh, I learned then too, that I'm like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> this yeah. is, I need the screen to divide myself. Playing it in VR, I was like, I was sweating like so hard. Like it is nauseating <laughs> at times. It's yeah. wild. And I really thought I was going to play this time around all of it in VR. And like, I didn't. And as I played through it, I was like, this was the right choice. This was the right call. <laughs> it's too I wouldn't scary. be sleeping. Like I would not be okay. It's too spooky. It's, Cause too it's spooky. It's genuinely and- terrifying. And speaking of the fear of why it was so terrifying is because much like Resident Evil redefined the horror genre, there was another game that redefined the horror video game genre a few years before this. And then I was actually just telling my roommate about this. And it was the demo for a game that never happened called PT, which there's another video game series, which I hope we do an episode on in the future because I love it so much, called Silent Hill totally terrifying game 
<laughs> oh, it's messed up. But there was a reboot, yeah, reboot happening a few years ago from Konami, um, Hideo Kojima, and Guillermo del Toro were both on to have it, starring, oh, God, what's his name from Walking Dead? He's got the crossbow. Yeah, that, I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. going to star in the game. Right, so this was all happening full speed ahead, and they released this playable trailer of what they were going for in the game. Yeah, horrifying, horrifying. It was first person. All it was was you just walking down a hallway over and over because it was like this infinite loop, and you would do things, little puzzles here, and it would change things until eventually you got to the end of the trailer. Uh, it's very, 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 very scary. The game, for whatever reason, never happened. Konami just didn't thought that success was bad and then <laughs> and it <laughs> but even though the project never happened i think this is still fascinating the trailer for a game that never happened once again changed video games because yeah. now everyone wanted to be pt this trailer mm-hmm. suburban horror you know is kind of what it is i was wondering because they really they came out pretty close together like i think seven was a year after pt or something right i was wondering yeah. if they like canceled the silent hill because it was like oh well this they is already what we were going to do. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what Konami is doing with any of their properties. They are, <laughs> they, they, they have pachinko machines in Fast Japan and they are, you know, content <laughs> of just doing that. You know, like we want Why more not? Silent Hill. We want more, but no, they're cool. They're just the lottery machine. Yeah. That's all they're going to use them for. Did anyway, you get to play PT. I did play PT. I did not. It's very, very spooky. It's yeah. very spooky. And now you can't even play it. You can't play it anymore. They delisted it. You can't get it. It's kind of no. like a stage play. It's like you had to be there. <laughs> if you weren't, you sorry, missed it. Everything's okay. changed because of it, but you can't go see it. Um, so that's kicked off this new series, and now Resident Evil 8 is now mm-hmm. out called Village. I played through it all this last weekend. It's real good, real spooky. It's going for more folk horror, and it's a little more action-heavy than 7. It definitely seems like it. Very much action-focused. So it's like, I hope they're not like going down the same road as we've done this before, you know? Right. You start off as really small and spooky, and then you get too action-y, and you have to reboot, and then... Well, the problem is... Because, like, the worst Resident Evil game is Resident Evil 5. Like, hands down. Absolutely terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It is the best-selling Resident Evil game. Isn't that wild? Isn't that insane? And it's like, I think that always just the way though. (laughs) (laughs) The majority of humans are wrong. (laughs) Always. They're always wrong. Maybe we're doing a couple of hipsters that are like, (laughs) 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 that sold the most. (laughs) It's the worst. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Five takes place in Africa and uh, was questionable then. (laughs) It's pretty rough now. Uh, Six takes place, you name it. You know, everywhere. Uh, there's four campaigns you play through. Yeah. Um, and you got kind of like a greatest hits, except none of it was great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then thank God we had the seven reboot. I know, um, right. Do you watch all of the movies too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we I want to talk about that. So we, we love the games. Big fan yeah. of the games. They spawned the uh, six film series of the same name, mm-hmm. Resident Evil. That is the most successful, money-wise, video game series ever. Video game movie series. Yeah. Right. It's wild. It's wild. And these movies got over $100 million each entry. I never watched any of them. I remember them coming out and coming to theaters, and they would be in theaters for a few weeks, and they would leave, and I, I never paid any attention. And that was that's on me. That's you know me being judgy. And then I went back and watched all six, and 
now I have opinions. (laughs) (laughs) As you should. As you should. What was your impression of the full watch through of all the movies? Yeah, so I definitely saw the first one when it came out. Mm -hmm. um, And it was very cool. It was like, oh, again, just kind of doing something that nobody had done yet so far, like turning this video game into a movie. And they did a good job with it. It does not keep well. (laughs) No. Going back in, I didn't see any of the other ones, just one. And going back in, I was like, yeah, this is going to be interesting and cool. And I watched one and I was like, oh my God, am I seriously going to have to watch five more? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was terrible. It's so, that first one is so bad. And then the second one, they get it together. They realize what the fans want and they just give you the action. This is absolutely completely different than the video game where we don't want the dread and like the puzzles. We just want the action. So they give it to you in two. And I was like, all right. And then I proceeded to watch two, three, and four all in one night. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I can do this. Here we go. Here we go. Eat this up. And they kind of lose it towards the end with five and six, I think. But those movies are never anything more than what you expect them to be. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. To which point I lower my bar that sometimes they surprise me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, pretty cool. And clever. I think that's a good way to go about these movies. Which is funny because I had the same thing. I watched the first one and I went, oof. Because I don't know how you make a movie based on, I mean, many movies do this. They base it on something and they have nothing to do with the thing that they're basing it on, you know? Yes. They're like, yeah, we're going to make a completely new character who will star in all six of the movies. They, they, there's no power of Mila at all to the series. It was basically only Umbrella and Resident Evil that was consistent from the games, right? From the first one and a loose connection to a mansion because the first game takes place in a mansion. And then with the second one, we like skip right to Resident Evil 3. We're like, yeah, we're going to get Jill in there. We're going to, we're not going to change her outfit. And we probably no, should have. her outfit is, it's cosplay. It's like. Full cosplay. Just cosplay. We're going to bring in Nemesis, you know, which is even better cosplay, but oh, still. It's so good. <laughs> Nemesis is the bad guy from Resident Evil 3 that shows up in Resident Evil 2 Apocalypse, the movie. Mm-hmm. And he is just like this full brute. With like his his skin is pulled all over which way in his Staples, face. Like, um, but they uh, they have a little twist because he is actually a character from Resident Evil One, so we have a little connection to him. Pulls at the heartstrings when they fight him, you know. Yeah. What a twist! He has a heart. I know. <laughs> and he <laughs> saves the day. <laughs> and it all takes place in Raccoon City. That's the yeah. instigating. The catalyst for all these games is the the, the incident at Raccoon City, the, the viral outbreak that ends with them basically nuking Raccoon City. It didn't work because we got many more games after that. <laughs> so going now we know. Over. Now we know. It doesn't work. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're good stuff. They're good. I think three is the best as the third one, Extinction. Yeah. Because it's very Mad Max. Like, it's desert wasteland. Yeah. It's very goofy. They went full Mad Max with three, and I thought yeah. that was fun. I, I had a good time with Afterlife was pretty wild. It all takes place in this big prison in LA that's been taken over. I thought there were fun scenes. There was one slow motion shower scene that usually with slow motion, you want to like not stay very long in the slow motion. You know, it's meant for emphasis, but no, there was there like a full five minute scene where everything is slow motion. And I like had to respect him for the committing to it. <laughs> You know, because yeah. I'm in five minutes. There are only like three 
moments where it needed to be slow mo. The rest of it was just kind of standing oh, there just waiting wait for the. <laughs> really had to stretch it to reach that ninety minute mark. You had to. You had to get to that ninety minutes, which like big win for these movies for being like ninety minutes. That's all we're doing. Like that's it. It's all so, you get. Yeah. Yeah, and they made six of them. Now the story of Mila Jovovich, her character is done. We have now sunset her. And this fall, we're getting a new movie. Did you know this? I did. I did. Welcome to Raccoon City, Resident Evil, directed by Johan Roberts, who did uh, 47 Meters Down and the most recent Strangers Pray at Night. Originally, James, James Wan was attached to producing, but he's out. So you can forget it. It's not going to have any of that James Wan juice. It's only going to be <laughs> Johan Roberts, which I, you know, I think could be fun. I liked Pray at Night. I thought it was fun. The new Strangers movie. 47 Meters Down is, is pretty scary, too, with the shark movie. It's got a great jump scare in 47 Meters Down. If anyone looking for a good aquatic horror, go check it out. Jumping sharks. Jump, jump scare Definitely sharks. Definitely going to scare me. I, I mean, that's hard to do. You know, as a shark, you see them coming. How do you jump scare with a shark? Even in Jaws, the only jump scare, the shark wasn't even there. It was the dude underwater that pops out with his eyeball. Thanks for being here, everybody. The shark gets too much credit. Jaws gets too much credit. It was the guy underwater that did it. Rest in peace. I remember, I can't remember who this podcast was, uh, the, the guest was, but it might have been Johan Roberts or someone, but they wanted to do an origin story of that guy in Jaws. That they find underwater and his eyeballs popping out. And like, I want that story. That dude alone on his boat fighting Jaws by himself. And like, how does he get underwater with his eye out? <laughs> like, what is the origin story of this epic battle? And how did it happen? And I want that too. So um, I can't remember the director that said that, but I hope it gets it done someday. <laughs> I'd watch. I'd watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only are there games and movies... There are also books and shows. We're getting a Netflix, uh, both animated uh, show, right? CGI and live action. And live action. So we got a lot more Resident Evil coming. So much coming. I'm like shook by it. I think this is because of Seven. I think Seven Seven was good. Seven was good. And it reinstilled that fervor for that Mm -hmm. like horror genre. And not only just seven, they remade in the last few years, which is largely regarded from the fans as the favorite of the series, Resident Mm -hmm. Evil two, where you take it's all takes place in this uh, police station during the the raccoon city outbreak. And then resident evil three, which is the end of raccoon city, the events leading up to the nuke. And they've remade both of them from the ground up and they're beautiful, beautiful remakes. Play them on their most recent consoles. If anyone out there is hearing us ramble about Resident Evil and like, oh, this is uh, this is so fun, but it's, it's so expansive. And we're like, yeah, I know. There's yeah. so much. What's our entry point? I feel like go go to 2. You know, yeah. the most recent the remake. remake of Resident Evil 2 uh, is a great introduction to the, the kind of the zaniness of it from the characters. But mm-hmm. also it's scary. Scary as all heck. And uh, Mr. X. Ooh. Mr. X. He's a spooky boy. Spooky. Spooky boy. He's chasing um, you around. Slow as can be. And that's the survival horror bit about it. There is the professor, the Mr. X. He's this big gray stone dude in a a fedora that basically hunts you down in this police station. And you are powerless to him. You have guns, but they don't work against him. So when he comes, your character, you're left with one choice. You got to run and you got to get out of there because he will kill you right away. And that's the, that's the tension we're talking about in survival horror. It's like, I'm powerless to this, (laughs) but they're, I love them. I love them so much. So Um, much. 
Did yeah. you movies, books, video games, novels? Did you see that there are also not one, two, three, but four stage adaptations? No way. <laughs> yeah, I was shook. I was like, what? The first one is a musical comedy that's like from the point of view of the zombie. It's a little <laughs> bit of a joke, but apparently it did well enough that they then did uh, Biohazard the Stage. And then they did Biohazard the Experience, both plays. And then Biohazard Voice of Gaia, which is a full musical. Oh my God. <laughs> it is on YouTube and I did watch it. <laughs> Thoughts? Was this all in Japan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The English subtitles. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic for a mu- Like a wonderful adaptation. Was uh, it spooky? No. Not, yeah. not overly spooky. There's like some moments where it's kind of like, ooh, tense, but they mostly focus on like the interpersonal relationships of the survivors and sure. like the journey they go on. There are moments with zombies. You know, they are choreographed with a stylized dance. <laughs> you know it. You know it. I'm doing all sorts of flips and turns. Uh, it's beautiful. It is as wild. It's just such a great... <laughs> story to add to the universe because it is as wild as any of the other stories and that we follow these people who learn that like singing will calm the zombies (laughs) yes it's like yes yes make it make sense (laughs) and then they like continue on the music's really solid uh the production design was beautiful it's a little lackadaisy at times but you know, what more do you want from a Resident Evil musical? <laughs> I actually can honestly say I didn't even have a list of what I wanted from a Evil <laughs> musical. I but never thought. All, just like, oh uh, it does God. complete, like the big conclusion is that they cure the virus with whale's blood. <laughs> oh, that'll do. That's it. new. <laughs> That's the antivirus that we've been waiting for this whole time. Whale's blood. She like sings to the whales and draws them in. <laughs> no it's so i was just like this is insane and i loved it i can't wait to watch it on youtube resident evil the what song of gaia uh voice of gaia voice of gaia yeah i can't wait to watch so yeah we've got big overreaching thing i thought you know going into this episode or like we could talk about each individual entry into the series but i thought like that's wouldn't be fun literally you could (laughs) it'd be just me reading media to you you know i thought it'd be more interesting are, i did watch a youtube video that was two and a half hours long that did just that that so tells you're you interested, it exists and it's out there and you can play yeah. and you know the story barely makes sense as it is and uh like at the beginning of seven you start the game off you you find your wife and you get your you get your hand cut off and you're like right. well shit mm-hmm. we're in the opening moments here and then you wake up and you're in the baker's house and your hand is conveniently stapled back together and you're like you're good to go and i'm like oh, okay interesting i never actually thought because i was like yeah no we live in this world where like regeneration is a thing yes but you're not infected mm-hmm. <laughs> no ethan's just superhuman he's superhuman okay. he's, a, he's an interesting dude that's, I'm curious about eight because I feel like what they're hinting at because I've seen the trailers. Yeah, I'm like, there's something with his bloodline or something. I think that they're going to hint on. Maybe I'll never Maybe. tell. I'll never tell. I have all the answers, but I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> spoil it for you. Okay, no, fair. Um, that's my theory, though. That's going to be about bloodline. 
Because I know his baby's involved and like... His baby is involved. His baby is taken to this old village. It's very folk horror, very Very story fairy tale, which I appreciate. This one's really... Whereas I feel like Seven's inspirations were like Mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre and also found footage. I think what was so cool about Seven is there there was whole levels where you would going through the house and you're like, how do I solve this puzzle? And you would find a video cassette that you could put in a in a TV, a VCR, and watch a found footage of someone who failed the test, you know, go through it all. Very scary. And you're playing through the found footage. And then you're like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> right. That's it. But I thought it was just such an inspired idea of like, it's incorporating all these things that were, you know, are part of our now horror knowledge. We've got right. you know, found footage. It's, 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 yeah. It really did. That's, I thought that playing through it the whole way was just like, oh, this is like, <laughs> this movie this is like this movie is like, like this movie really... this is like that yeah and then you right. get to like the brother and, it's, and it turns into saw for a second and you're like yeah oh, i'm going through this so like yeah it was it's it's kind of like a, a weird greatest hits of what works in horror you know yep. without i mean obviously the baker's family reminded me of texas texas chainsaw but everything else was like it's not this is just it's hinting at what works here and here and here and it all resulted in a really scary game whereas eight i feel like is going for something a little more original in being it's it's you're in a village by a castle it's very folk fairy tale <laughs> scary uh starring a giant vampire lady and other fairy tale creatures um Freaking the vampire oh, it's the it's greatest wild. article i found in my research uh, the title of it why so many people are horny for this 10 foot tall vampire lady <laughs> listen i'm here for it you know and that's going in i was here for it absolutely why i mean literally she's nine foot tall that's in the game that's canon you know like (laughs) and furthermore they explain why she's nine feet tall in the game like okay i gotta respect everything resident evil because in the games they'll throw you the most wacky shit and then they'll give you a wacky explanation for why you know so things make less and more sense as you go on right Um, i'd be willing to just accept the world as it is but you feel the need to back it up feel the need to have to they're like no this is why this vampire lady is nine (laughs) feet tall. I think I found out why she was nine feet tall before I found out why she was a vampire. You know, that was (laughs) (laughs) the real question. These are the pressing questions, you know, like I can forgive the vampire, but hold on. Nine feet, nine feet. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, So I'm looking at closing things on Resident Evil. Uh, As far as a cultural impact, GameSpot.com has listed the original as one of the 15 most influential video games of all time. I'd probably put it in the top 10 or 5. Guinness Book of World Records has recognized the best-selling horror series as Resident Evil. And Resident Evil 5, like you said, as the best-selling survival horror game of all time. So there you go. There you go. Five. The one in Africa. That's the, that's the one <laughs> that sold the most, <laughs> which makes sense though. Cause we talk about four being uh, in, in, a, in its own way, its own reboot. Cause we mm-hmm. had two and three and then four moved away from at the time, these really tanky controls where it was hard to move your character around. And then four was action focused and it was very easy er <laughs> yeah. to move your character around. And so on the heels of four, I could understand people going, yes, I want five. And so everyone right. going out and buy it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's your, it's your classic Spider-Man two and Spider-Man three scenario. <laughs> Spider-Man two is so good that we all threw money at three. 
and we got Not over venom. grace's venom for five minutes you know that's <laughs> <laughs> and i wanted my money back. and i wanted my money back still waiting oh my gosh um I did can't. you know that when they started making four they actually ended up making devil may cry i did hear that right yeah that's that insane like again just like the like things that have like spurred out of resident evil even that one quite literally it was just like oh cool this is a fun game it's a different game let's do that right exactly so the thing about four too is when it came out it was exclusive even though the first three came out on playstation mm. now there was gonna there was a playstation 2 in the wild most successful yeah. console of all time the series creator shinji mikami he was adamant of only having resident evil 4 on the gamecube which was not the PlayStation 2, (laughs) the best-selling console of all time. Um, So it was pretty controversial that he was like, no, we're only having it here. And they were like, so they made Devil May Cry that could be everywhere on PlayStation 2. Eventually, it was ported over and everything's good. We're all, 4 is the best game. Everyone got 4. But at the time, you had to get this GameCube, um, this funky little box. Um, That was the only place you could play it. Isn't that funny? Our companies and exclusivity, they'll, they'll play with you. They know they'll know they'll make money. They know where you'll go. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that. I had a GameCube, so I was like, yeah, I get this. I'm good. <laughs> You're good to go. <laughs> to everyone that played the first three on PlayStation and then logically bought, bought a PlayStation 2, they could no yeah. longer play 4 because it was only they this raged. other console. <laughs> Video games, dude. It's insane. We can go down a dark rabbit hole of all of this. It's still happening. Well, we still got your Xbox and your PlayStation, your Nintendo, you know. Oh, Everyone's yeah. fighting over who gets what. Just get them all and you're good. It's <laughs> my advice to you. Okay, Brian. It's <laughs> my advice. Just get them all. Yeah, so I guess any, uh, any last thoughts of uh, favorite moments in the series of what you, uh, your pitch to anyone who hasn't played, why they should. It's such a good game. There's something for everybody. You know, try it. Just try it. Just try it. Take a bite. If you don't like horror games, then like maybe maybe go for five. Five might be for you. But there's something for everyone, I promise. I think they should go with four if they don't like horror, because that'll be like, it's still fun and action-y and kind of light on horror, you know? I mean, yeah. the, the opening moments in the village are kind of spooky, but. I guess I'm, I'm yeah, I assume I'm talking to people that don't play much video games because anybody that plays video games has played resident evil i feel like yeah and it, four is a, a little hard to play now my yeah. playthrough of it was rough <laughs> that's fair just a little outdated that's fair that's real fair which they're probably going to remake that one next now too yeah after this they were going to remake code veronica which is another one of the resident evil games like stuck in between three and four but they canceled it so that they could remake four <laughs> Which is very sad. Which but. is sad because we've all played four, you know? Yeah. If you played video games, it's 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 log- it's likely that you've played the four because everyone thinks it's so good. But seven's the best. Play seven if you can, if you can muster through it. That's or it's in first zombies. person. You could go on YouTube and just watch someone else play. Oh, yeah. You know? um, Give it a shot. It's spooky. Real spooky. Good yeah. time. Love seven. And the subtitle is Biohazard, which is a fun call out to. Oh, yeah. In Japan, Japan, they're all called Biohazard. Because it was called Biohazard Resident Evil there. Exactly. (laughs) Not funny. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Um, So we got dozens of games, many movies, more movies and TV shows coming out. It's a Mm -hmm. huge Mm -hmm. franchise. So um, 
I hope this fun, this talk of just two fans just chatting about it was fun. Made you go, hey, maybe I'll go check this out. Maybe, yeah. Or at least just like aware now, like, oh, that was why we have everything that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you start yes. to see the content come you out. Start to see the threads and all that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. That's right. why this is, yep. Mm-hmm. You probably have heard of people playing 8 this weekend, Village, or you've, I'm, I'm sure you've, even if you've never played the game, you've heard Resident Evil. That's, that's like a, <laughs> You can't escape it. It's everywhere. Just give in. If you haven't, where are you and what are you doing? <laughs> where have you been? How do I get there? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's I guess that's it yeah. for Resident Evil. Speaking of video games, though, we're going to be trying a fun new thing with Happy Harvest Horror Show, where we're going to be every Thursday. I am going to be playing some other spooky games. Maybe I'll throw mm-hmm. play a Resident Evil sometime and you can tune in and see me playing it but it's mostly i'm gonna just play some games on twitch is an effort to hang out with some people any fans want to come in and say hi and say you know what's your favorite scary movie i want to hear it um so it's going to be twitch.tv slash happy harvest we're going to do every thursday at 6 to 9 p.m and i hope you join us come and uh play some game i got a whole list of things that we could play i got a backlog of spooky games i haven't gotten through yet so uh, what's first on the docket first on the docket is a game called devotion um, which is made by the same company that made Detention. And it was, for a while, banned. It was taken oh, off the store. Not I for being too that. spooky, but because it was critical of the Chinese president. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> and that'll get you banned real quick. <laughs> but it finally, it was, it was been re-released, and it looks really fun. So I've got that ready to go. We could, I could just do another playthrough of eight or seven, <laughs> you know, of Resident Evil. Um, that's what I'm going to do. That's, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, yeah, get in yeah, there. I, I'm dying to hear your thoughts on eight. So you got to hurry yeah. through it. Okay. Sprint. Right. We'll do a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Cody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. If we do, if we ever do a Silent Hill episode, yeah. get you back to talk about it, that. I got to play a few more of those. I've only played like one, but okay, it's right. a great world. The, also an excellent movie. The movie is pretty Love fun. Love that movie. Yeah, that's a fun one. That, yeah. As far as video that's game good. adaptations, I think that's, that's tops. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, Cody. Thanks for joining us for the Happy Harvest Horror Show. Reminder, if anyone wants to uh, reach out with any topics or ideas or things you you want to hear us talk about, you can reach us at happyharvesthorrorshow at gmail.com. You can support us at anchor.fm slash hhhs slash support. Or now, starting this week, you can come to twitch.tv slash happyharvest. And just say hi. I want to say hi and see uh, how you guys are doing. We're so isolated in this COVID world. You know, we got to find ways to... Not Zoom. We got something more interactive than Zoom. So Twitch. But yeah. So thank you, Cody. And we'll uh, we'll catch you all next time. Sounds good. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>